Are you a lover of wine and cheese? If you are, then this week's episode is for you because I'm going to be sharing with you three of my favorite Italian wine and cheese pairings, and we're going to give you tips on how you can shop for both the cheese and the wine. So if you're ready to learn about three classic and delicious Italian wine and cheese pairings, let's get started and dive right into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Wine Shop Talk. I'm your host, Malia Aaron-Rosar, and I'm so happy that you're here with me today. If we haven't met before, it's lovely to have you here, and if we have, welcome back. Now, for those of you who are new, you should know that I've been a professional sommelier for over 20 years now, and it's my passion and my privilege to make learning about wine not only fun and easy, but also practical, meaning that I want to make sure you feel empowered and confident shopping for wines for not just fancy events, but also everyday occasions when you're making memories with family and friends. So I want you to think of me as your very own practical sommelier, bringing you practical information that you can use in your everyday lives and start using right away. So on that note, let me give you a quick overview about what I'm going to be covering today. I have three classic Italian wine and cheese pairings for you. We're going to do a soft cheese, a semi-firm to firm cheese, and then I have a blue cheese. Now, for those of you who are like, I'm not a blue cheese fan, I'll skip out at the end. Please stay and listen in because I'm going to give you some pairings that might just change the way you see blue cheese when we pair it up magically for you. So if currently you count yourself as not a blue cheese fan, please stay with me because I'm going to share with you some of my personal tips on how we may be able to convert you into a blue cheese lover. So make sure to hold that thought. Now, in regards to cheese pairing, just a few tips on putting together a wine and cheese night. Let's just talk about some ground rules for cheese. Ideally, we're always going to serve cheese at room temperature. We don't want it too hot. We don't want it too cold. Just like wine, when cheese is at the right temperature, it's going to give you all of its flavors and aromatics for you to be able to enjoy. If you are serving more than one cheese, you want to make sure each cheese gets its own knife. We have different bacteria and cheeses. We don't want to mix them up. We want to make sure that we're wrapping cheeses individually in the fridge, especially with highly aromatic cheeses. We don't want those flavors in all of the other foods. And when you're setting up a cheese board, I'm a big fan of less is more. So you don't always have to have a mixture of different cheeses. In fact, the pairings I'm going to give you today, I would highly recommend that you do them as individual pairings. Just enjoy pairing number one, one night. Have pairing number two all on its own and really be able to give it your full attention. Another night, same as pairing number three. Now, of course, if you want to mix and match and create a cheese board with multiple cheeses, that's fantastic. You can do that too. We do usually go by the rule of four and the cheese rule that I always keep in my head that if you've heard me say it before is we look for something old, something new, something goat, and something blue. So if you're looking to put together a cheese board, that's a general rule of thumb of four different cheeses that will give you a mixture of different cheeses. But again, for today's cheese pairings, I'm going to suggest you just focus on one at a time. So let's get started on our first one in cheese pairing, and that's a soft cheese called burrata. Now, burrata is a delicious cheese. If you have not had this before, you're in for a treat. It's going to look really similar to a fresh mozzarella. It looks like a dumpling, basically. It looks like a ball, and when you're shopping for it, you're probably going to find it in a brine. So if you're an Italian specialty store or a specialty cheese store, they might have some balls of it in a brine. Otherwise, you may find it just in a tub on its own with brine, much like how you would buy feta cheese. Now, if you can't find burrata, 
You can definitely do a fresh mozzarella in this pairing as well. But while they have similarities, they're not exactly the same. So I'm going to be speaking specifically to burrata today. Burrata is a buffalo milk or cow's milk cheese. Comes originally from the area of Puglia, the back part of Italy there in the south. And what's magical about it is you'll see, for those of you watching on YouTube, I'll have a picture here for you. Burrata has a fresh mozzarella, sort of an outside skin. And then when you cut it open, inside is this oozy, gooey, delicious, creamy, buttery cheese filling. Think of burrata as the chocolate lava cake of cheese. It just gets more delectable when you cut it open. There's even more richness for you to discover. How do you serve it? I just really love it with a little bit of olive oil and fresh salt on top. It's delicious. You can add a little bit of pesto. Some people will have some uh, dried tomatoes. A little bit of ground lemon can be really nice. I really love it. Just super simple. So some great olive oil drizzled on top with some salt and you just cut it open, serve with some crusty bread and it is amazing. Now other people will definitely do some roasted cherry tomatoes. You can serve this on top. You might see this served on top of a salad because when you open it up, it oozes over everything and it is incredible. So a wonderful, amazing cheese. If you haven't had it before, it's definitely worth looking for it the next time you're shopping and taking a trip to your specialty cheese shop if you have one close by. But burrata definitely should be on your must-try Italian cheese list. Now, what wine are you going to pair with it? And I have chosen all Italian wines to pair with Italian cheeses. I want you to have the complete Italian experience for these pairings. So for burrata, here you want to not overpower the cheese, but they definitely want to have a wine that brings a little bit of flavor. We don't want to overpower the cheese, so it is a beautiful with a soft Italian rosé. Very beautiful. The rosé will have some soft aromatics, be refreshing on the palate with the acidity, and it's beautiful as you're just sipping through the wine and enjoying the cheese and the texture. You can also do a suave, which is a beautiful wine from the Veneto area. So beautiful white wine, a little bit richer than a Pinot Grigio, which you can also do here. Again, you want the cheese to speak. You're looking for that cheese to be center stage and the wine is really there as a complementary flavor and to refresh the palate in between bites. Now, if you're going to do some balsamic vinegar, which some people will do over top of the burrata, you could definitely pull in a Pinot Noir but you could also do a Barbera if you wanted to. Again, Barbera, very similar to Pinot Noir and that higher acid cherry flavor, but I am a fan personally of a white wine pairing with Burrata, but you're going to be able to choose for you what you like. So Burrata for me, I love a beautiful Italian rosé, and you can just find one walk up and down the aisle of your favorite store and look for an Italian rosé. might be a great chance to try a new one here, but definitely Suave is delicious as well your favorite Pinot Grigio, and you could also do a Pinot Blanco if there's a Pinot Blanco available for you from Italy. So beautiful. This is just about a fresh, delicious cheese and the crispness of the wine to pull together. So if you're a cheese fan, again, if you haven't had this before, this is luscious. It's a beautiful late lunch pairing, a little bit of salad on the side, some arugula, a little bit of lemon and olive oil on some fresh greens and the burrata salad, but with a piece of crusty bread served with it where you can squish the cheese on top or maybe have a bite of bread or a bite of cheese. You don't want to mix the two. You want to enjoy them separately. This is an incredible pairing and I can't wait to hear what you think about it if you haven't tried it before. Now let's move on to pairing number two and 
Pairing number two is a real classic. So here I'm going to pair a Chianti Classico. So when you're shopping for the wine, you're going to look for Chianti and Classico on the label. Why Classical? Because Chianti actually is broken down into seven subzones, seven kingdoms, if you will. And Classico is the main part. It is the, the highest part of the hill. And this is the traditional pairing, if you will. And the pairing that we're going to have here is Parmigiano Reggiano. And here we have a beautiful cheese. And you've probably had Parmesan before, but I want to make sure that you get the Parmigiano Reggiano. And why? It's because this Parmesan has very specific laws around it. It must be aged 12 to 36 months. The cows must be grass-fed. It comes from the area of Emilia-Romana, which is sort of the breadbasket, if you will, of Italy. It's also where Ferrari cars are made. But it's in the northern part of Italy, that center part just above Tuscany, if you will, and below Piedmont. So it's also the home of stuffed pasta. But this paired with the Chianti Classico, you're going to have the nutty and the savoriness of the cheese. The Parmesan, we get the, the granular texture that comes through. On the screen here, you'll see a classic picture of Parmesan. I'm going to use a bit of a blade into bite-sized pieces. It should be crumbly. And you're going to have the earthiness of the wine, the acidity in the wine, the cherry and red flavors that come from it as well, and the savoriness of both the wine and the cheese, the saltiness of the cheese, the tannins in the wine. This will really come together and create magic in your mouth for this pairing. This is one of those pairings you just want to give yourself time to just savor it. You want to take in the aromas of the wine, the aromas of the cheese. You'll have a cheese board and you're going to be sort of cutting off pieces and just small nibbles, a bit of wine. This is one of those great conversation cheese pairings. So whether you have it after a meal, a late afternoon, on a weekend, or you're hanging out, maybe the weather's bad, whether it's snowing or raining, you're sitting in your cafe, you're sitting at home, have some nice music in the background, maybe a fire rolling. And this is one of those pairings that you can just sit, nibble on, and solve the world's problems in your conversations. It is a delicious pairing. And if you haven't tried it before, I highly recommend it. So again, you're looking for Chianti Classical on the label. You'll find the, the brand or the house that is a favorite. The other one you could try if you wanted something different is you could try a multiple channel dual Bruzzo. So here's a bit more of a rustic wine style. The Chianti Classical is the classic pairing, but I do also enjoy a bit more of that rustic wine. So multiple channel to Abruzzo. So here the Montepulciano is a grape, a little bit more rustic in regards to the wine, a little more grippy, if you will. But if you're looking for a firmer wine than that Chianti Classico, then that is a wonderful wine style to try as well. And my third pairing, and here's where we're going to go blue. So for those of you who think you're not blue cheese fans, hear me out. Because blue cheese definitely is an acquired taste and it can be very punch and strong. But a lot of times people will try blue cheese on its own. And blue cheese is meant to be paired with something to pull out its best attributes, maybe smooth out some of its edges. And so here we're going to be talking about Gorgonzola, which is a classic blue cheese from Italy. It's sharp. It also has a bit of a sweet edge to it. So it's unique. It holds its shape, which is nice, but it still crumbles. So it's a semi-firm blue cheese and it has some soft veining through it. So definitely, again, if you're watching on YouTube, you can see the image of it. It doesn't have big holes like some blue cheese, but you'll see some veining through. Wonderful on top of salads. Um, you'll see gorgonzola sauce sometimes for steaks, for dressings. Obviously, it is wonderful. So what are you going to pair with it? Here, beautiful wine pairing can be to pair with an Amarone. 
Why with Amaroni? Think of this almost like a port and Stilton pairing, same concept. We have this pungent, salty, kind of sweet cheese. It's creamy, it has a beautiful texture. Amaroni, rich, full-bodied. It is a big, rich, beautiful wine, velvet-like on the palate. We are going to have some rich, almost dried fruit flavors coming through in that wine as well. That hint of sweetness and richness balances out with the wine. So if you want to go with a big pairing, go for straight, then Amaroni or Brunello di Montalcino is also a wonderful pairing. Again, you have strength in the wine to hold up with that cheese. Now, if that's too much, that's a really strong pairing. And definitely this is a pairing to do at the end of a meal. This is a powerful, intense pairing to pull both those really big wines, either the Amaroni or the Brunello, into the pairing. And it is delicious, but these are big, powerful wines and you have a strong cheese. So we can soften the cheese. And here we can take it and show a whole different personality. We can take the cheese and serve it with some apricot or peach dried fruits, dried preserves, a little compote, drizzle a little honey on top of that gorgonzola, serve with some walnuts on the side, and here you can pair with a Moscato d'Asti. So we can bring this sweet flavor, we can pull the sweetness out of the wine instead of the strength and pungentness that we pulled out with the red wines, we can completely flip the experience. And this is the experience that if you think you're not a blue fan, I would do the sweeter style pairing. So you're going to take the gorgonzola, you're going to drizzle it with some honey, serve with some walnuts. The walnuts are going to cut some of that flavor as well. And the honey will bring out the sweetness of the wine. And then you're going to pair it with the Moscato de Asti. Beautiful, a little off dry, a little bit of a spritz, very light and lively, beautiful wine, makes you smile when you smell it. And you could also serve with some dried apricots, dried peaches, a little bit of compote, and completely different, more dessert focused or a little sweet at the end. The saltiness in the cheese is also going to work and just round out the edges of the wine, both for the sweet wine, for the Moscato d'Asti, and for the big red options. So you have a different experience. You have two different experiences there with the Gorgonzola. Personally, I like them both. So it more depends on my mood if I'm looking for something a little sweet at the end of a meal or if I'm looking for that strength of that big, bold pairing with those delicious reds. But either way, you're going to need a wine that holds up and a wine that brings some ripe, fresh fruit flavors. Some strength in the glass is going to be where it really shines. I'm a fan of pairing the Amaroni with that. In the show notes of today's episode, I've listed all of these wines and the pairings to make it easy for you when you go shopping. And I can't wait to hear what you think about these pairings and if you have a favorite. And I also would love to know, were any of these new for you? Did they break you out of your favorite pairings? I always want to make sure that I'm introducing you to some new pairings so that you can try new things and enjoy them. If you have any question, please feel free to either email me at hello at winegirlacademy.com or leave a comment below if you're watching on YouTube. Be happy to get back to you. I hope that you have enjoyed learning about three of my favorite Italian wine and cheese pairings. To recap, we have the burrata, which is a beautiful, and it's again, we have that mozzarella-like crust on the outside, and when we open it up, rich, creamy, beautiful cheese inside. It is a surprise. Think of it as the lava cake of cheese. And we have beautiful soft white pairings to go with that, as well as a Pinot Noir if you are going to do a bit of uh, balsamic vinegar over top. We have the Parmigiano Reggiano, 
with a classic Chianti Classical, beautiful, delicious pairing, and a great one just to sip and nibble and have great conversation. The other wine that I did bring up there was the Multipulciano du Abruzzo. If you haven't had that wine, it is delicious as well. The classic pairing being the Chianti Classical, Multipulciano du Abruzzo, another option for you, a little bit more rustic. And delicious brings out a bit more of the oomph, if you will, of the cheese. And the final one was the Gorgonzola with the Amarone or the Brunello. Wonderful pairings. Or we could do the sweet pairing for that one and pull in the Moscato d'Asti with some dried apricots, peaches, maybe a little bit of compote of dried apricots and some walnuts as well. Delicious. So I hope that you have enjoyed learning about three of my favorite Italian wine and cheese pairings. I hope that I've inspired you to try some new pairings that maybe you haven't tried before or maybe bring one back that you haven't had for a while. Next week, I'm going to be talking about blind tasting and why I feel that it is so important that you taste wines blind. We can definitely get into a rut and we can definitely be guilty of putting wines into stereotypes and giving them their personality before we even try them and to open ourselves up to all the different flavors, aromas, and textures of the wines of the world We have to be tasting wines blind to get better, but also to allow ourselves to really embrace everything that the glass has to offer us. So be sure to join me next week as we dive into all of my thoughts and my tips for becoming a better blind taster. So on that note, I want to thank you for hanging out with me today. As always, it's a pleasure. I appreciate your time. If you haven't yet subscribed to the channel, please be sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. They come out every Tuesday. And if you're so inclined, share this episode with family and friends so they can also enjoy some delicious wine and cheese pairings. I want to wish you a wonderful week. Cheers to you. Bye now.